welcome to Red River Podcast. Um, we're back with uh, Mike Stack from False Gods, and uh, you know we're going to keep this October rolling. You know we like to keep it very horror centric around this time, and um, today we're going to talk about favorite movies from 2000 to 2009 horror movies. Uh, man, this was way hard. Like when I was like looking through the list, like I knew probably off off the the top seven or eight of the 10 that I knew I'm like okay specifically these are my favorites and then I kept looking and uh I ended up with five with 15 total so I guess that's five honorable mentions and uh so yeah man let's kick it off Mike uh, I don't know if you have anything you want to shout out before you do your 10 no I'm good I'm you know I I feel like uh you got your 10 locked in you hate every. You hate everything. That's why I love everything. Uh, you hate yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll do a, uh, I'll do an honorable mention. My honorable mention is actually in disgust. We talked about it in the last one. Is uh, Thirty Days a Night, yeah. which I didn't really like when it came out, and I rewatched it recently, and I was like, this movie is pretty fucking good, actually, man. So if it was top eleven, that would probably be eleven, but uh, I'll go down. You want me to just start on the fucking number ten or what? Yeah, yeah, just do ten, and then we'll yeah. we'll we'll round robin it out. So let's just kick off your ten. All right, uh, my number ten is one half of the Grindhouse movie that came out in the mid two thousands, which I believe is the far superior entry into that movie, and that is fucking Planet Terror. Uh, I got I got that later on for sure. Oh yeah. All right, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. Then so when, when you're up, we'll talk about it. we'll talk about it when you're up. I fucking love that movie. I I went to go see the I went to go see that double feature three times. That's yeah. how much of yeah. I loved it. Um. All right. So Langan, anything you want to shout out before you do your ten? I'll shout out before I give my number one. That way, oh, if uh, okay. anybody mentions it, then uh, I'll keep my mouth shut. On oh, it. Maybe, um, maybe I'll do the same. All right. Um. My number ten. Uh. The Descent. Anybody got that? No. No. Um. Just rewatched it actually recently. Watched it with my son. Uh. Such a good movie because it, it it's a good movie as a whole because it's actually got characters that are developed in it the that squad of girls and and their backstory and what happens with them but man if you're remotely cluster claustrophobic which I do have that tendency kind of runs in my family it's it's fucking pretty uncomfortable the most before the creatures are even introduced when those people and any that goes for any like YouTube video where these people get into these fucking caves and i mean it's fucking insane that is the only thing that makes it worse is the people that do it underwater like from that like documentary that came popular uh yeah those those, those kids they got like trapped under there exactly exactly so this movie's got all that working for it which affects me and stuff but the creatures were fucking fantastic and and the violence was savage Uh, i think it's a fantastic film still holds up um, so I believe the director of that movie, I was just trying to watch dog soldiers. I keep starting, Marshall. The movie. I keep yeah. starting the movie and I just almost like just lose interest. Like, but people love it. People fucking mm. love it. And I'm just like, I keep, I keep restarting. I'm like, oh, I don't know I'm into it. So uh, I'm going to do my honorables now. So fuck it. Okay. So, um, my, I have Wolf Creek, you know, which I thought was a really, really good bleak, just like slasher movie. Very simple. Unlike the second one, which is a little bit more over the top, um, Identity, which I will consider a horror movie, one hundred percent. Just what a great twist! Uh, there's a movie called Laid to Rest, which was just brutal, 
brutal and overlooked. <laughs> you didn't that's, like it, Mike? Bro, that's the Chrome Skull movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. Yeah. It's a decent yeah. slasher. Yeah. yeah. Um, Final Destination two, and my last honorable mention was what you mentioned, Mike, which uh, Thirty Days of Night, which mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters and I immediately loved it. I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I like the first half of the movie more than I like the last half of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't make the top 10. But like when you, you know, you want to talk about like brutal vampires. Like I like, I like movies that make me feel like, okay, there's no hope in here. Like everything, yeah. like how are they, how are they going to get past what's going on yeah. here? Yeah, It's not romantic. Yeah, your food. That's the, yeah. that's the fucking moral of that movie. Your yeah. fucking food. You're not right? like, how is this even possible? So those are my five. Uh, and in no particular order, because I, I can't, I just can't do it. Uh, my number 10 is frailty. Oh, uh, mm, good call. Anyone have that? Okay. My number right. three, baby. I so, didn't only cause I think I talked about it when we, when we talked about Bill Paxton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it totally would have been, I love that film. So, I'll, uh, Mike has it higher up on his list. So I'm going to wait to talk about it. Cause it's just, you know, goddamn masterpiece. So Mike, number nine, number nine. Uh, the third Stephen King, Frank Darabont joint effort, uh, The Mist, nice. which is obviously known for its ridiculously bleak ending. But, uh, besides that ending, there is a fucking really, really good fucking movie before it. And some of the special effects suck some dick a little bit in it, but, uh, if you can get past the first shitty special effect, that mm. movie fucking rules. You, right. What was it not purposeful though? Because like when I saw it, I thought it was like you know what I, I think originally didn't they want to do it in black and white? That's I why think they wanted to do it in black and white, and then the studio didn't agree. And th- this is just me semi remembering anything. So if any missed nerds out there are like fuck, you don't know what you're talking about, then I'm, I apologize. Hugo. But, the uh yeah i feel i because i know they re-released it in black and white yeah but i just know you know like just the first time i saw it i was like "Ooh, this doesn't look that it looked like sci-fi yeah you know? yeah and yeah. i think I, I, re-watching I think it, a lot of stuff from this era and that cgi really like was not quite as good as it is then but it was better than it was before there was like a, i saw a couple of films in this era that i was re-watching and i was like oh but, uh, yeah but but, I, yeah. but but I almost feel like I said like originally like the black and white thing. So like mm-hmm. if, if that was how it originally came out, mm-hmm. I feel like that was the flavor. You know, you see that special mm-hmm. effect, which is kind of jarring when you first see it. You're like, <laughs> you're like you, you guys sure about this one? <laughs> but, you know, so maybe it made more sense in that context. But uh, still, I mean, great movie. Uh, Langan. Uh, I am. Some people don't like this film, but I, I do. Uh, Ty West, House of the Devil. Aesthetic, I, aesthetics mm-hmm. through the roof, but I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah I, it's it's got a. Um, <laughs> it's that yeah, that's that pace of it is kind of just why I liked it. I don't know. Maybe I saw a lot of shit that was frantic in that era, so it kind of it, it was like a. The retro feel of it, I think, is just so impressive. I like how patient it is. I love Noonan and Warnov in it. Um, and you know, just and it being, I remember being excited about this young director too that like you know, he's done a lot of great shit so far, you know, and I look forward to everything he does. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, no judgment, but I get I, why people like don't like it. 
I'm due for a rewatch because, yeah, like I said, me too. Yeah, you, know, like, you know, no judgment here. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Um, I saw it once, and I remember the intro, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." I'm like, "This is like straight up seventies, like mm-hmm. like font mm-hmm. and everything." And then by the end of the movie, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I think it's still up on. uh, I think you can watch Joe Bob. uh, Joe Bob does it on one of the seasons. I think it's still up on Shutter. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would like to see it. Because if you rewatch it, you might as well do it. that way. I am am due for a rewatch. All right. So my next one is movie that we talked about uh, last episode or two episodes ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. May. I think uh, Lucky McKee's May. Uh, a movie that I watched within like the last probably 10 years for the first time. And I was just fucking blown away. It's, I've never seen a movie handle awkwardness and like mental illness and like homicidal tendencies uh, like this. Like it's a really sad movie and not that many characters, but super effective. Uh, about this just girl who just wants to be loved in the worst way. And uh, I, I often compare it to the movie Pieces because that, I genuinely feel like that's that's really what, what it is, just a, a better version of it. Um, and it's just great. It's, it should be up on Tubi, and it's fucking fantastic. Definitely absolutely top 10 of, of, of this era for me. Yeah, agrees. Totally great fucking movie. Angela Bettis is fucking fantastic in it, man. Yeah, just yeah. fucking. I saw. I haven't actually watched that movie probably in about fifteen years, but I remember when I watched it, I fucking loved it. Do a rewatch because I've I've yeah. seen it like three times in like the last like <laughs> ten. And because uh, yeah, my girlfriend didn't watch. It. That was a, a movie that she connected with, where she was just like, "Holy shit, this is like yeah. definitely brutal." So, and it's it's brutal in a way that. It's so real, you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's not like over the top, but you're just, you know, like the, the characters are like you could feel her like loneliness and sadness. And you're like, God damn, you're yeah. pathetic. Yeah. She's mentally ill. You know, she's she's, yeah. she's genuinely <laughs> mentally ill. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and it really fucking comes across. So yeah. uh, next one, Mike. All right. The next one uh, is. I don't. I forget the year, but I know it's from the timeline. It is. Uh, I believe it was a Spanish film uh, called The Orphanage. Yeah, nice. It was just a straight yeah. up great fucking ghost story. Uh, creepy as fuck. Just um, you know, a lot. When I first saw it, I fell in love with it. Uh, I haven't watched it in in a little while, but I just remember that movie. Fucking just totally sad fucking eerie fucking vibe just all around man just you know like that that movie hit me hard when i saw it so i had to put it on my fucking list i saw that in theaters around Mm -hmm. so like because i remember pan's labyrinth had come out and maybe this was like a year or two after and i feel like del toro might have been like a producer on this or something yeah yeah, he didn't yeah he didn't direct it all i just i think he just produced it Yeah, Yeah, yeah and i just was like whoa like by the time the yeah. movie's over, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that, yeah. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Langan, next one. Uh, I got uh, from 2007, French film Inside. Um, I got that higher I, up. You got it higher up? Yep. Okay. We'll save that. Uh, all right. So 
on with the list. Here we go. I got Slither. Uh, mm, James, that was an honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then we'll we'll talk about that. So let's just keep going. <laughs> Stack next. All right. My number seven. Uh, it's funny because we talked about this. I don't know. Maybe like twenty minutes ago is Shadow of the Vampire. Nice. Yeah, just fucking William Dafoe as Nosferatu, fucking killing it. Malkovich, Eddie fucking Izzard, everybody in the movie. Oh, yeah, Eddie Izzard, fucking, too. Yeah, just doing the whole Nosferatu story with a real vampire and Oscar-nominated performance by William Dafoe, man. I fucking, I loved, I, I loved it when it came out. I rewatched it and still just as good. It's fucking, and he probably did deserve, I don't know who fucking won for the best actor, but he probably did deserve the Oscar for that. Fucking kill yeah. Did he ever win? I don't the even phone? know. Yeah. No. Born loser. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he's still making like some wild ass movies, man. Like him and fucking Antichrist. Uh, you know. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He's got some money. Florida Project. That was fucking awesome. Was that the name of it? Yeah. He's he's in a new movie called Inside. I think yeah, that was terrible. It was pretty bad. It was pretty oh, bad. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He gets locked in an apartment. It's yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to like it. I love William Dafoe, but I just after I was like, the fuck this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, listen. Yeah. Sometimes I get it. You know, yeah. you, sometimes you you just go to work. You know. He was nominated for best supporting actor for Platoon, Shadow of the Vampire, Jeez. The Florida Project. Uh, never won Best Actor at Eternity's Gate, nominated for, I think he played, um, what was it, Picasso maybe or some shit? Mm. I think that one. Always a bridesmaid. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next one, Langan. Oh, where am I at here? I got, uh, this might come up later uh, with one of you guys, Trick or Treat. Yep. That's okay. Not, no, that's my next. I'll one. sit on that too. Not, not okay. My, yeah. No. So we could speak on. I mean, I love a good anthology. You set an anthology around the Halloween season too. Uh, I'm there already, and then you fill it with an iconic character, the Sam character, which is fantastic. Made me actually feel the scene with the bus and the kids. Like it actually kind of like, like makes me sad. Makes mm -hmm. me fucking actually feel something, which is rare nowadays. <laughs> it's such a fun film great cast too and and the way it just came out i remember it was so weird like the whole story it never got like officially that could have been huge in a theater release or something and uh it just kind of quietly came out you know well i so it was made in 2007 or it was released in 2007 but it didn't really get released to like it might have been like after yeah, might have been or something like that. It was fucking yeah. mad later. Yeah. Um, because I remember our buddy Rob G mentioned, and he's like, "Oh my god, I saw this movie, and it's like the Pulp Fiction of horror movies." Because he was like, you know, uh, you know, knee deep in the horror shit in L.A., and he kept talking about this movie. I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be so good, so good!" And like, it's just fucking like years later. Like, I'm like, how is this movie still not out? And I remember when it came out, um, it was just like a VOD. It was just like a rental. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah. I guess I'm just going to yeah. rent this movie and nothing. It was just this. Oh, OK, cool. This came out. And I think it wasn't until like Michael Dougherty did uh, Krampus. 
Uh, yeah. And a couple of other things where people like, oh, he also made this movie called Trick or Treat, which is like this yeah. anthology, but it's like super connected. Yeah. And when you think well, of that, he was the co-writer, I believe, of the Superman Superman Returns or something like that. The from the the mid two thousands as well, and that's kind of how he got his movie made because he yeah. co-wrote that, and then I think that maybe tanked and then that's why they didn't they it did, yeah. back or something like that I, I i forget the exact story but i know he co-wrote superman returns and then yeah something like and it was like he wrote this horror anthology and it, it took five years or whatever to fucking come out it's ridiculous yeah laying yeah. an e- email so, so goddamn good. story straight yeah i'm on it <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah so you figure this guy makes krampus which i think is fucking fantastic I think it's a really great modern day classic for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then he has this horror anthology for Halloween. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty, he makes a, a fun, tight, clean horror picture, you know, yeah. he's got a knack for it. Um, But yeah, all, all the segments are great. Like the, the it, it really just, it's super Halloween, like, you know, very, very October centric. So yeah, it's, a, uh, it's a staple. I watch it every year, you know? Yeah. Uh, currently up on HBO as well. So here we go, number six, Mike. Number six. So I had I was a little torn between uh, twenty eight days later and twenty eight weeks later. Mm. So I was like, which one? So you know what? I was like, fuck it, sunshine. You know? Oh wow, that's a good one. Outer fucking space, which it's supposed it was sold as a sci fi movie, and halfway through that movie, you're like. This is a fucking horror movie. And then by the end of the movie, you're like, this is a crazy slasher fucking horror movie. You know, fucking uh, that movie is one of my probably one of, if not my favorite Danny Boyle movies. It fucking is. It gets so goddamn crazy. And it's basically just like 12 people dying a horrible death in space. Did you ever watch that, Langan? No, I'm you not should. I'm um, writing it down. Yeah, it's, right now. I did. I didn't know about it. Till, like I probably watched it maybe like years after, a few years after its release. Um, yeah, and it's called Sunshine. I wasn't really thinking yeah. anything of it. And you watch it, you're like, oh, this is a cool sci-fi movie with a cool plot. And then from there, it turns into madness. And you're like, yeah, okay, this is Hor- horrifying. Yeah, I'm like, this is like a horror movie. This is like, <laughs> a, like legitimately a horror movie that you would never have known. You know, this forgotten time, you know, 2007, I think it was when it was released, like there was that weird time in, in the, the time that we're covering where I so. Like direct to video, like I, I think maybe streaming had started like towards like the end or like maybe the um the Netflix was doing DVDs and stuff like there was like a yeah. good portion of movies that got <clears throat> lost in in the sauce. I remember mm-hmm. when I watched Idiocracy for the first time, I rented it from Blockbuster and I was just like, how did this movie come out? Because usually, you know, everything that comes uh-huh. out, you see it in theaters. You're like, OK, unless it's like, you know, Ice Cream Man or fucking the dentist. And you're like, all right, this is direct, you know, certain things. But then there was that that time where it was just like. I guess that's where everything started getting fragmented and different ways of like releasing things. Yeah. Well, Sunshine uh, actually did come out in the movie theater. Oh no, no, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but I mean, there was just so many. Like that was like around the time that like these these movies just started yeah. popping up. Like like I I jokingly mentioned Ving Rhames 
you know, like I'm like, how did this guy make like a hundred movies that never even came out? You know, <laughs> but uh, certain things did get lost in the sauce. And for me, yeah, like uh, Sunshine did, and, and a few other things did. But uh, so Mike Sunshine, Langan, up to you, six. Uh, Final Destination two. Anybody? I had, I had that is my honorable. Okay. Um, yeah, listen, one of the best sequels of all time, I think. Uh, that's a hell of a consistent franchise. I didn't see it when it first all came out. I kind of caught up on that series after the fact. I wasn't like into it right off the jump or whatever because uh, it just looked like a little new school. I thought I liked that look a little glossy to me. I still like the grainer or all the shit at that time. But when I did get around to watching, I was like, God damn, this is a solid ass franchise. Unlimited potentials for how to do kills and whatnot uh great tie-ins with everything but man just what a sequel and that intro scene on the highway and whatnot i mean it's it's fucking legendary it's uh it's a, it's a super fun film still holds up i can never get sick of watching it i always mention it right so um around that time weird for horror even a little bit before that, I was just like this garbage, garbage, garbage. It wasn't until like the 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 J horror and the French stuff started coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, okay, this is different again. Um, I remember sitting at the Velvet Lounge in Stony Brook, and it was on Halloween. Uh, DJ Slim Jim was maybe he was doing like karaoke. He was doing something, but so like in October, like he would have like a flat screen behind him showing death scenes. And I just remember one day looking up at this scene because there's no audio. It's just music and all this shit going on. And I'm like watching this scene with a fucking log truck. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? This is like the de like the intro to Final Destination 2 was so fucking over the top. And they're like, oh, that's Final Destination 2. And I was like. I felt like an idiot going like, oh, man, I thought this was like some like teen garbage yeah. movie. <laughs> I didn't really give a fuck. And then I watched the first one, which was cool. But the sequel, I liked even more, you know, like I was just like, oh, this is really good. And then from there, it just turned into like, OK, uh, you know, how are we going to kill these like new kids? But it, it, I think mm -hmm. the first two are like really the sweet spot for, for mm -hmm. the franchise. And yeah, that that's that's a great one. But I, I ignored it as well. So. Um, yeah. my next one is Eden yeah. Lake. Oh, nice. That's my four, baby. Okay, so yeah. I guess we're we're gonna we're gonna wait and talk about <laughs> that one. So let's do your number five. I bet you dollars to motherfucking donuts. My, my number five is gonna have to be waited to talk about too. My number five is martyrs. Yep, one hundred percent. One one hundred percent. What's your number uh, five? The strangers. You know, no, I, got I, that? Di I didn't give it the honorable mention. Yeah. It was specifically because yeah. when I first watched it, I didn't like it. It wasn't until mm -hmm. later on that I really appreciated for the Halloween-esque movie that it was. Yeah, I um, the the home invasion craze of the early 2000s, you know, the funny games. There's so many. Actually, I had an honorable mention come up later called Ills, which translates. Yeah, it's them. a French film. Yes, exactly, and That's which good. was amazing. But um, yeah, listen, a great cast. Uh, I love the the villains; super creepy. Uh, the look they nailed it. The, the fucking potato sack on that guy's head, which still I agree is the best. Jason is potato sack head. Jason, um, 
But that scene in the trailer jumped me, got me right away where he steps out of the shadows. We all know the shot where she's facing the camera in the front of the screen. And you see the characters come up out of the darkness just enough to show the face and stuff. And uh, I don't know, it just got me because the home invasion, listen, that's a thing that could happen. Unlike a lot yeah. of supernatural yeah. shit. We've said this before, you know what I mean? But uh, the final frontier uh, of horror, like it's like yeah. the last thing where you're yeah. like, you know, unless you got a strap in the house. Right. And the whole thing, you know, why are you doing this to me? Cause you were home and it was loosely based on the, uh, what on the Folger, right. The, uh, I think the, so. Yeah. That night with the Manson family or whatnot, but God, I love it. And I love the sequel too. Shout out to uh, Daniel. You know, so later, later on, I, I appreciated more. Like I watched it after the theater cause I saw it in theaters and I was just like, I just, I don't know. I wasn't there. And then when I watched it later on, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like it was just it really is like Halloween. Like, it's just this thing and you're there and it's so slow and methodical mm-hmm. um, that I really appreciate it. I just rewatched it not too long ago and it's great. Like the the music playing in the background, yes. the sure. accidental shooting, um, a lot of this stuff of like, you know, and then the masks are just great. So, yeah. Um, so that brings me to my number five, which is Saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, Saw. Yeah. I saw that 2004 movie theaters. I to me, this was like a game changer. I think the way like Scream was, mm-hmm. or like certain things was, it's just it was like a different, like you know, ushering of, of of just like you know the 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 torture porn stuff, and I love that shit. I, I it was a very unique thing to to watch these contraptions on you know just like we were talking about final destination like how are these people gonna die uh I I was in from from beginning to I still gotta watch saw X <laughs> I didn't get a chance to yeah me uh, but like I, <laughs> I I just mentioned it because Karen wanted to see it but I'm like you didn't even she, Karen saw saw one two and three. Hasn't seen four through nine and still wants me to wait for her to watch X. I'm thinking like, <laughs> why? It probably doesn't matter though. I know, but still, I can't go <laughs> see the fucking movie because you haven't seen the last right. fucking four, five of them. But anyway, uh, uh, just great. I loved it. I, to me, it's just it, it. It was one of those things that really worked. And I know, I know, it's like a polarizing film, you know, like the hostels, but it, it blows away hostel, in my opinion, obviously. So. Uh, Saw is my number five. Uh, so what do we got? Four, Mike? Yep. Number four is what we talked about before, Eden Lake. Yep. Yeah. Eden Lake is another one of those movies that is fucking suspense coming out the fucking wazoo. And the ending is a punch to the fucking dick. Yeah. No, it is fucking, you're like, I was like, how, you know, it's one of those, how is she getting out of this? I don't want to ruin it for anybody if they haven't seen it, but it's not, it does not turn out the way you think it does. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And and what I love are are characters that make you want to jump through the screen and physically hurt them. Yeah. One one of the main characters that I left out for for the Mm -hmm. the episode we did about the, um, you know, the male roles was the kid in uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. I Uh, yeah. Killing of a Sacred Deer. He was such like, I'm like, I want to fucking beat the shit out of this fucking (laughs) little dick. Mm. You got to you got to watch it, Mike. He is just I'm sure. 
he's such he is such a little fucking cock and that's how these fucking kids are you're like oh man you guys are fucking little shit oh yeah don't don't let me get in that screen i'll fucking smack all you around yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah man eden lake is just like you you didn't have it langing on your list i had it on my uh underrated Okay. 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 So I just talked about it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I left it. So um, yeah, man. It, it just it's great. It's it's always streaming. I think it's on, yep, like, yep. on uh Tubi or whatever the fuck. It's a movie that doesn't really get mentioned that much. I know Bloody Disgusting just recently did like a little piece on it, talking about how it's just like a movie that you should definitely watch. Uh, it's just you know the evil that men do type film. You know, just yeah. like the the evil in in human beings and what you could do to each other, and it's super effective. Very bleak if that's what you're into. So, uh, cool. That's your number four. Then Langan number four. Yeah, I got the Devil's Rejects, uh, which I touched upon on the last show, but uh, it's it's a it's a ten for me because it's just super fun, entertaining, gives me the savagery of the horror I want, plus a lot of humor in it. I love how um, again, it's 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 zombies best thing that he's probably ever produced musically or whatever in his life, maybe since White Zombie, but uh it, it great cast, a lot of throwback uh nods to, you know, Ken Foray casting him or even Mary Warnoff. She gets dragged out of a car in the beginning, quick little scenes. You got PJ Souls popping in there. Like a a, a nice nod to all these icons of horror and stuff that you didn't see a lot you know, up till then at the time, pulling them out. So the tribute is there. It's a loving kind of a loving treatment to a completely savage grindhousey kind of dirty fucking horror movie. What I love about, you know, you could shit on Eli Roth and, you know, Rob Zombie all you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those guys love horror. So when when it comes to like, you know, those old school, you know, throwbacks or like putting people in those roles, they love doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, they love paying that that homage to, to, to these characters and these actors. And I love that. That's awesome. Yep. So, yeah. Um. So what, that was your number four. That was my four. I love Mike because he, he texted me that he's going to be off camera. I'm thinking like, you could have just said it. I can't like, he thinks we're uh, running. He, 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 interrupt the flow. he thinks we're running a, a real, a real operation here. <laughs> we just did some ad reach. Yeah. <laughs> so you got back. Blue chew. Uh, blue chew. I was going to say blue chew. <laughs> wow. Why was I going to say blue chew too? Uh, yeah. All right. So my number four is triangle, which I talked about uh, underrated movies episode Mm -hmm. melissa george man uh just it's it's a time loop movie and that's all i'm gonna say about it you know this 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 uh ship you know everyone ends up on there and uh they get hit by a wave and then next thing you know they're uh you know the girls going through this time loop and it's just one of the most creative uh things you will ever see one of the best endings you will ever see um, just absolutely fantastic stuff right there. Triangle from 2007. Cause I think there's like a couple of other ones, you know, like, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, with a movie like triangle, you know, it's not very distinct. So you could end up with, uh, you know, uh, sometimes people are like, Oh, is it this one? Is it this one? So 
It's the one with Melissa George, and I think it's from like 2007. So, yep. Uh, go on without me for a second. The internet just went out. I love it. All right. So that was my number four. Langan. We'll let him catch up when he uh yeah. can rattle off what he's got. But my, I was waiting on this one for him. But my number three is uh, Planet Terror, the half okay. of the uh the Grindhouse film, which I also saw in theaters, which didn't do well in theaters because I don't think people really knew what you know, unless you were ahead for film, like you didn't un- probably didn't even know like a double feature or even get what they were going for with the whole thing and those trailers and and Tarantino, the look at his film and whatnot. But anyway, if you knew films of that era, I mean, this hit it right on the head of being a parody of the films of that genre, but a loving parody and also brought the complete gore and disgusting parts of it. Like it works on two levels. Uh, and it's just super entertaining. And the music, the score, it just the 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 look, the granular look of the film, it just it's it's super fun and a great cast. Yeah, I uh I fucking loved it. And like you said, so you figure that was like two thousand seven. I think by yeah. this time these guys were were very um established and mm-hmm maybe some people didn't really understand like the origins of where they came from because when i as soon as you you just start watching these movies you're like oh i know this movie that he's going for with mm-hmm. both of them because there right. are these like really shitty thro- like they're good versions of bad movies that's really mm-hmm. what it is but while still doing like a tongue in cheek thing like when they sure. <laughs> he's talking about el ray you know like these like dramatic pauses and stuff like that the missing reels are great uh and i think i guess it was a lot to have people to sit through and you figure death proof was even super edited i think he took out i'm gonna have to say like 35 40 minutes from 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 whatever he put in um you know to make I guess to not have people sit there for four hours. Which it's is- only going to work at like a night hall kind of thing with those kind of people that yeah. want to do that kind of thing. Otherwise you're putting that in an island, you know, a, a multiplex or whatever. And they're like, wait, we're going to charge one ticket for this three hour plus thing and not yeah. turn over X amount of dollars. And who the fuck wants this? I think it was, they couldn't be done with it quick enough. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I loved it. So, and I, it's awesome. In all reality, the fact that I put laid to rest in <laughs> over it in my honorable mentions is funny. But I, <laughs> I just assumed someone was going to mention it, you know. Um, yeah. So let's see. Let's see what Mike's saying. Should be popping in. Okay. Oh, there he is. I forgot I have to approve him. Uh. I totally forgot I had to let you back in. Okay. There you go. Sorry, sorry. Where are we at? I'm sorry. So we're uh <laughs> we're on uh what was your number four? My number four was Eden Lake. Oh Eden Lake. Okay. So Langan Langan brought up uh the Grindhouse double feature. So that's what we just talked about. So anything you want to add to it? 
Oh, oh no, the Planet Terror. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just like I said, definitely the stronger of the two entries. Fucking uh, everybody fucking kills it in that. You got Jeff Fahey. You got yeah. Michael Bean. You got yeah. Tom Spini. You got Bruce you know, Willis. Yeah, you got Bruce Willis. You got Quentin Tarantino being annoying as fuck. You know <laughs> what I mean? And his rotting, his rotting crotch. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's fucking, yeah, Planet Terror, like I said, when I first saw it, I first saw the double feature in the theater, man, and that, after, there was no beating, there was no beating it, the Death Proof had stood no chance. Yeah, it, it, so, it, it it was an interesting, you know, thing to sit through, because Death Proof was, like, slower than slower, yeah. you know, and uh, in comparison to the two, for sure. Uh, I still loved it, and goddamn those fake trailers, man! I, I'm so happy to see Thanksgiving finally seeing the light of day. Uh, but yeah, Planet Terror is just like I mean, like when when with the nurse, with like Josh Brolin, oh, the yeah. nurse with the like, the fucking <laughs> dude, fucking hands, the, the dude with the fucking like thing on his thing that he pop, uh, the pimple on his face that he pops, yeah. and the twins. The fucking the twins are his actual babysitters. Rodriguez's yeah. babysitter that he threw him in there. Uh, the fact that he puts his son in the movie just to shoot himself in the face. Uh, <laughs> like when he's yeah. like, like she's like, hey, stop playing that with revolver. Like I'm thinking, like yeah. you made this movie, you put your son in the movie, and in the movie he he kills himself. Like <laughs> you're a fucking animal. I love it. God damn it. Uh, so I yeah, my number four was triangle. So I guess okay. we're we're down to number three, Mike. Uh, number three was frailty. I know that was. Oh um, yeah, yeah, me yeah. and you. Yeah, yeah. So frailty. Uh, probably that's Bill Paxton's directorial debut. Uh, fucking straight up great fucking horror movie with him killing it in it. McConaughey. Just fucking being McConaughey, pretending he's uh, part of the movie. Uh, just fucking, dude, I, I, I loved it. I loved the twist ending. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that, um, you know, like you, you are convinced that Bill Paxton thinks he's actually killing fucking demons. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. He's so good in it that you, like, if I was his kid, I'd be like, well, yeah, obviously we got to do this because they're fucking demons, bro. Yo, and <laughs> shout out to Powers Booth, man. Yeah, now, that's a fucking guy, you know, from Extreme Prejudice, like to to the fucking HBO detective show, like Edward. I fucking yeah. like Tombstone. That was just a great fucking cast and yeah. a movie. Once again, a movie. So I um probably around I, I saw it eight years after the release because I, people, ironically enough, were making um top. Uh, favorite movies of of the the decade, and they were counting down this decade that we're doing. And frailty made it to so many goddamn lists. But once again, mm-hmm. in two thousand two, I was just not looking for it because nothing was like really scratching that itch the way you know the eighties or nineties did for me. And I was like, yo, people keep bringing up frailty, but in my head, I'm thinking Bill Paxton and fucking Waterson. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I, I'm just not watching this. And it kept ending up on list and I watched it and I was like, wow, shame on me. This is fucking great. Like this is fucking great. So that's why it was uh, on my list. Uh, so, all right. Number three, Langan. Uh, three or two? Uh, 
Oh yeah, you you should be on three because I didn't do my number three unless I unless I skipped myself. What was your? We number got three? so many that we were holding. My three was Planet Terror. Oh, okay, yeah. So oh, then that's because I- we jumped back to him because he yeah, was out. Yeah. Okay, so this is my number two. Uh, my number two. It's a horror comedy, but it's fucking perfect. Shaun of the Dead. Uh, works as stuff to pull off. You, so a lot of horror comedies every now and then, you know, they, they get it right, but you're, sometimes they're either lacking one element or the other. This is done solid comedy by comedic guys, actors, whatnot, but true, you know, lovers of the genre. You can tell big Romero fans, they're completely respectful to the, to the genre. Um, and, I mean, just brilliant, brilliant writing, brilliant characters, brilliant acting. It's hilarious, and there's fucking gore in it too. It's it's great. It's a perfect film. Still holds yeah. up. Uh seeing that in theaters, a lot of fun. Um, yep. So I guess, yeah, maybe I skip myself. My number three. So my top three are just French, one hundred percent. High mm-hmm. tension. High tension is what I put in. Um, I remember watching this for the first time, and as soon as um. You know, you cut to the the dude in in the truck getting a blowjob from a severed head. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I was like, okay. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but this is going to be good, right? And then <laughs> then the then the home invasion started, and like they move this like fucking dresser, and it decapitates. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is like? This is fucking brutal. I know it's a very polarizing thing because everyone hates that ending. I know Lang and you you famously hate that ending of high tension. Um but I love the film and there's so much good shit about it, but I just I it bothers me that like it was it, I don't know that it was it was kind of late, like it just didn't check out. And I, I will suspend this belief, but I thought it was just kind of unnecessary. I guess it should have but it's a fucking great movie other than that part. I'm a complete moron and you gave me about, you know, 85 minutes worth of just pure violence that mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, if you want to you know, do something weird with the last 10 minutes, I'm going to be like, you know what? Thank you. Like, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You know, like it, I, feels, I, I, it feels like a bit of a cop out a little bit, but they didn't need to do it. They yeah. delivered this awesome piece of work like what the fuck you gotta put the twist in there like not even make it make sense get the fuck out of here they're like sitting there in in france at that table and they're like and then at the end it's the the girl and every everyone at the table is probably like but they're like but that doesn't make a sense (laughs) and then they're like fuck it anyway uh, and then they put it in and then that's fine. So I respect it. They're just like, whatever, man. It's like, what do you want from me? The guy is getting his dick sucked by a, a severed head, man. Um, so that's my number three. Mike, how many do you have left? Cause I, I, I think we two. All right. So give me, uh, your number two. Number two, which is one you mentioned before is Slither. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. Just put one of the, you know, that is some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love that movie. Nathan Fillion kills it. Uh, Night of the Creeps homage, zombie movie homage, just everything. James Gunn threw everything at the horror fuck from the horror kitchen sink at that fucking screen, man. Michael Rooker killing it yet again. You know, mm-hmm. just fucking yeah. It's, it's just so much fucking fun. It really is. That is a fucking movie. All right, so that. Rooker was great. He was so awkward when yeah. when, when when he yeah when he gets that shit 
thrown into his belly button, I think, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like trying to like kick it to Elizabeth, you know, his wife, and like he's turning into like this like fucking like snake and shit. Um, <laughs> James Gunn coming from like fucking the trauma universe mm-hmm. and and having a budget. And he basically makes a fucking trauma movie yeah. with a fucking budget. You know, like it it's it's super night of the creeps for sure. Uh, the, the, the girl who's, who's got like, you know, like the, she's like the incubator and she's like blown up. Uh, I, I just, I saw that in theaters and I was just like, holy shit, was this yeah. fucking so much fun. Oh yeah. And to this day, fun. you just put it on, you're like, wherever it is in, in that, um, you know, anytime you put it on, wherever it is, it, it doesn't even matter. Like from beginning to end, it's just so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's so gross. Like the end where um, I guess everything it's almost like the the shunting. It's like society. Yeah, society. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. completely like yeah. just like this 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 like fucking combining of like flesh and grossness. <laughs> like, yo, seriously, watch the end of fucking slither and you're like, this fucking vile. <laughs> Absolutely fucking vile. Yeah. Um, yeah, top notch. Absolutely fucking yeah. goddamn top notch horror movie. So um Langan, so what do you have left? Uh, my number one. My oh, number one. So we'll too. we'll get back to you. Uh, I have inside. Did anybody have inside? I had inside. I was holding on to it. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So let let's talk inside. Yeah, that, I just actually rewatched it this morning because it had been a minute, and uh, I remember watching that with my wife, and when we were talking about having kids and whatnot, and uh, ah! that movie hit. <laughs> that movie hits Good hard right. when you're thinking about that shit and. <laughs> Because you're sympathizing. I mean, the, the main character, she's pregnant, so she's already vulnerable. But then you're seeing shots inside the womb of the baby reacting to these savage acts and being stabbed in the stomach. And I'm a huge Beatrice Doll fan from back in the day. I love her. I always had a crush on her. The uh, the villain in this thing, the one with the little David Letterman gap tooth there. Uh, <laughs> but truly savage some as savage as you've seen a a pregnant lady could be treated in a a horror film maybe in your entire life but uh you're on the edge of the seat so many chances of her to get away it is a home invasion in a way you can lump it into that but it's more than that and just the french can bring in it in that in this period of time you know what you got uh this was like interchangeable with my number one uh, because they're both like just no questions for me. My top two, like mm. everything else was like whatever. I just listed them. My top two are my top two. As soon as we, I knew we were making this, uh, it's going to be martyrs or inside. So those, those are my flip for sure. Uh, it just like you said, it's a home invasion movie, but then by the end, you kind of like realize w- what it is and, and just like, you're like, oh, yeah, the twist so, is crazy. So, too, yeah, yeah. So the twist of that. Um, and you're thinking like, how can you make something this violent and entertaining with these like set pieces that are pretty much just like one or two places and a few characters, but God damn, it's yeah. just pure. This movie is pure fucking violence. And I love it's that. So, you were it's talking so to savage your, that sorry, like your wife, ahead. you're talking to your wife about having kids. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You guys couldn't. It was between this and or renting like it's well, it wasn't alive. like we we started having the conversation <laughs> that night and rented it. I mean yeah. that time of period we were talking like you know 
we're going to enter this phase of life yeah. and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like you're thinking about things in a different way and it's like, whoa, this shit is fucking sad. It's so savage that America didn't even remake it, make a shitty remake of it. They didn't even <laughs> want to touch it. They No, they did. Did they? Yeah, there's a remake. There's oh, a re- there's a I didn't to, know that. There's a remake to Martyrs and there's a remake to Inside. Yeah. No, Martyrs I knew. Yeah, Inside I didn't know, even know about. Yeah, so uh, cool. Uh, so me and Mike, right? What, no, what's your number one? My number one? No, Stack. My number one? Oh, I thought that was your number one or that was your number two? That was my number two. Martyrs is my number one, but you have that at five. So what's your number okay. one? Oh, my number one? Okay, my number one is the movie. The first time I saw it kind of upset the fucking shit out of me. Uh, still fucking watch it once in a while. Holds up to this day. Fucking Gilmero Del Toro's The Devil's Backbone. Oh, fucking I've never movie. seen that. 2001 fucking so ghost good. story. Takes place during the Spanish Civil War, just like fucking Pan's Labyrinth. It is fucking... No, is it, or is it the Mexican Civil War? Sorry. It is fucking uh, creepy as fuck. It's got everything. Uh, the ending is a fucking mind blower. What happens to everybody in this fucking? I, I gotta watch it. I never seen uh, it. It's so good. The Devil's Backbone. It's it's right between Kronos and and um. Oh, it's and it's right between Kronos and Blade too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, but it's it's was like his, it's his follow up to Kronos, like his serious horror movie, creepy as fuck, hell of a ghost story, just fucking un- unbelievable movie, tragic, fucking. It's got a little bit of everything. It's fucking awesome. Wow, I'm yeah. gonna have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. good call. Uh, yeah. Langan, number one. Uh, let's see. Before we're number one, my honorables. I have ills them as we talked about before. Um, record wreck, whatever you want to call it, the Spanish uh, found footage style, which it can be a hit or miss, but I think this series does it as bad, as good as anybody could do it. Um, Slither, which you guys spoke about. Uh, Let the right one in the uh, the first one. The remake oh, yeah, of that yeah. wasn't bad either, but yeah. I do love Let the Right One In. It's a sweet story. Um, good call. Good call. Uh, Hostel Part Two. Uh, I actually like Part Two better than Part One. I like the peek behind the curtain, as of the people that are bidding on these kind of activities. I find it even more fascinating than the, you know, just showing the victims and whatnot. I like you're, the. You're whole, uh, uh, you're, you're an aristocrat. <laughs> fancy pants, but uh, my number one. I I talked about Christian Bale in the last episode. Uh, American Psycho. That's my number one. I can oh, watch wow. it anytime it's on. Yeah. Uh, I can rewatch it. It's one of those things like Goodfellas is on TV. I'll pick it up at any point. I love how you can watch it with like two mindsets of uh, this is all like re- real and happening and he's really a killer or watch it in the mindset of this is all some delusion in his head of him just trying to show that he exists because nobody believes when he confesses that he does all this shit. So it's, it's, it's shot into in a way that you could watch it with a completely different mindset and get something completely different each time. And I thought about it. You know, did you, did you watch the sequel with uh, Mila Kunis? Oh, fucking real. I knew it was going to be terrible. And, yeah. and like it, it was obviously one of those things they just slapped out because yeah. uh, was it William you know, Shatner in it? <laughs> yes, I mean it's, you know, a disaster. 
<laughs> I don't even think I finished it. But, uh... I I saw American Psycho in theaters and I fucking hated it. I hated it because it. it was based on a book. Like, <laughs> you were like, yeah, this shit. I was yeah. like, less than zero is great. Let's see about this. Um, yeah, I, I I just didn't subscribe to the ending, but I think I just was too dumb for it. Uh, I think mm-hmm. if I watch it now, I think I would appreciate it more just because now knowing the movie and how it ended, I'm like, you know what? That is kind of cool, you know? So I, it, that's a movie yeah. I, I definitely need to rewatch. Um, and I'm pretty sure both are up on HBO. HBO really stocked up this, uh, for October. Mm. Uh, I think that network's going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. They still on Channel 6? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to move the rabbit ears. <laughs> My number one, I knew without question, Martyrs. Uh, I yeah. just remember seeing this movie and, you know, the plot isn't really, you know, right. Like you don't get the plot right away. You're like, all right, what's going on? And, and everything uh, that's happening is just very unique. And you're just peeling away at this onion. But by the time you get to like three quarters into the movie and you kind of realize what's happening. uh, I just remember thinking like, I've never seen a plot like this. It's like super mean spirited. The, uh, you know, certain things, you know, movies that make you feel stuff like the beatings at the end of this movie went on for so long that I'm just like, oh, my God, like fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, all right, guys, like we get it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to like have a 10 minute, you know, <laughs> of of somebody getting beaten. Uh, yeah, it was it's still like nothing I've ever seen before. The fact that they remade it, I've never seen it, but like I just. I'm almost like morbidly curious as to what the American version is like, you know, if it's good or, or not. But uh, yeah, Martyrs, when people talk about best horror movies of like the last like 20 plus years, um, you know, because I know we'll, we'll probably make this list again mm-hmm. for 2010 to 2019. So we'll do that that episode. Um, yeah, man, it's just just fucking great. I, I can't yeah. say enough about uh, Martyrs. So, Mike, I know you had a number five. So. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Peeling away being the fucking key fucking phrase there, man. Just fucking, you know, uh, the movie, I, I've only seen it once. I never want to fucking watch it again. Uh, I fucking, I have the utmost respect for it. And it's definitely belongs on this list. But I, uh, I feel like I'm throwing bad karma into the universe by saying that I fucking like it. You know? <laughs> it, objectively, it is fucking one of the most horrifying movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, like I said, if I, you know, I, uh, without, I'll never watch it again unless I'm forced to. And if I, I will immediately shower after. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, man, did I miss one? I, Hold on, let me look. Is it kind of hold on? Did oh, I did. Wow, all right, yeah, I'll mention that real quick. But uh, yeah, it's just it's it's a weird movie. Like, I've never seen a plot like that, <laughs> you know, I've yeah. never I've never seen a plot like that, and you don't get to the plot till like later on. And like I said, when, when the, the plot is like revealed, you're like, oh, that's pretty mean, 
Like, yeah, it's fucking that's mean that's, as fuck, dude. <laughs> that's, that's pretty mean spirited. Like whoever made this, and I think later on, he made a movie that would make my list for the next ten years, which was um, uh, uh man, what was that ghost? happening in a ghost town or, or an incident in a ghost ghost land did oh, you guys watch that ghost land yeah, yeah. that's yeah, I've, actually, you know, I've heard i've heard good things i've never seen it oh it's on yeah. netflix it's fucking okay. really good yeah like that it would be my top 10 for for the next decade okay like it's yeah, I've like heard good shit yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's unbelievable um but I, here's one that i totally forgot dead girl trent Haga. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that was. Did you watch that one, Mike? I did not. That is. I saw it. You want to talk about yeah. uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. I know the. I think I know the plot. Uh, I don't want to like speak out of fucking turn here because I haven't seen the movie, so I don't, you know. But from what I've read of the plot, it seems pretty fucking grimy. Yeah, yeah, like just like I mean, I think the the synopsis is just these kids discover a dead girl. Yes. But she's not really decomposing. Yeah. And they they start doing weird, you know, bo- you know. Yeah. yeah, shit to her. So <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that movie, yeah, I'll, I'll add that to my list because that that um talking to that director was like a really big highlight you know he he did a lot of cool things and mm-hmm. dead girl was one of those really uncomfortable movies so all right man you know as uh as as they say in the business you've said it all <laughs> nice say we, love me we we, yes. we we've said it all mike i love you man it's uh, always yeah man good to see you dude so always boys fucking nothing but love thank you for having me as always it's fucking yeah. a pleasure I fuck anytime. I'll fucking do yeah. whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we're gonna do top five uh My Little Pony episodes next episode. So I'll, oh, uh... I already I have that list written already. Actually, <laughs> we can we can get into it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need all I this. Thought, yeah. That in the camera. I gotta write that right? down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, off to some sadness right now. But, yeah, give them, uh, it, dude, give them all my love, brother. Please, I haven't seen him in a while. So I will. So, guys, right, boys, thank you so much for having me. I love you guys. Love you. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.